Warning, the Motion Picture Association of America requires that we inform you that this episode of Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies contains massive spoilers that could ruin a first-time screening of the film covered in this episode. So, if you don't want to know that Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's that Goose in Top Gun, that is really Kaiser Sose at the end of The Usual Suspects, or that Bruce Willis was a the whole time in The Sixth Sense, then proceed with caution. Powered by Transistor FM. Grab your popcorn, silence your phones, and tell your friends to shut up. Do not adjust your projector settings because what you're about to hear is real. The Derek Duvall Show presents Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies. Prepare yourself for insight and honest reviews from a married couple with varying movie tastes. Hot takes, hotter insights, and news you can use. Now, coming to you live to tape from the Derek Duvall Production Bunker, it's Mindy and Derek Duvall! Hello, Duvall Nation. Hello. Hey, everybody. Hi. Hey, welcome, everybody, to another fantastic episode of Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies. We are back with another fabulous episode. Mindy, tell us about the fantastic movie that we're going to be talking about today. Well, today, listeners, we're going to be talking about one of my movie picks that, that I chose for us to review, Crazy Stupid Love. Crazy Stupid Love, the 2011 romantic comedy. Um, Mindy, this is I, we don't get to pick your movies very often, so yeah, congratulations, why is that, Derek. Let's talk more about that later. <laughs> well, because we go to the movies together, that's why. True, and you don't always like to go see my movies. Uh, let's talk about Crazy Stupid Love on Rotten Tomatoes. Are you ready for this score? It's a very interesting score. Go for it. It has a 79% critic score. Are you ready for this? Yes. It has a 22% audience score. Are you sure? That's not No, backwards. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No. It, it has a 78% audience score. <laughs> yeah, I was like, there's no way. <laughs> they got those reversed or something. Yeah. I did Se- not believe you. <laughs> yeah, 79% and 78%. I expected this. I expected the audience score to be higher. Yeah, I did too a bit more, but hey, I'll take the 78. Yeah. I figured with the two leads of Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone, I expected it to be a lot higher, but I guess not. So, well, more you know. Yeah, more you know. (laughs) All right. All right, Derek, would you like to tell us what's the plot synopsis for this film? Well, according to IMDb, the plot synopsis is a middle-aged husband's life changes dramatically when his wife asks him for a divorce. He seeks to rediscover his manhood with the help of a newfound friend, Jacob, learning to pick up girls at bars. That is a great plot synopsis. Yeah. Synopsis. <laughs> Doesn't mention David Lindhagen at all. Because <laughs> that is not a synopsis type <laughs> fact. <laughs> and I will get to him in my notebook. <laughs> Uh, this movie here has a lot of uh, critical awards here. Apparently, uh, Ryan Gosling was nominated for a Golden Globe for Excellent. Best Actor. So cool, and cool. it did very well at the box office, grossing 145 million against its 50 million dollar budget. So Excellent. it did it did pretty well. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. 
All right. So, Mindy, what was your first experience with this movie? I really don't remember. I mean, it, what year did it come out? 2011? 2011. So we were together. So I'm assuming yeah. maybe, maybe we watched it together. Maybe. Uh, I'm, we probably uh, rented it from the video store like we used to back in the day. I mean, not Blockbuster, but. <laughs> we didn't date ourselves, man. <laughs> no, I'm saying we're not old enough to have rented a movie at Blockbuster together. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I I don't remember seeing it in the theater, so I'm assuming probably... Yeah, I don't think we did, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to say we probably rented it and we watched it together. Yeah, yeah. probably. Okay. But we have watched it many times since because we, we do own this film and both of us enjoy it, so... Yeah, it is, it is a fun movie. It, it really is. Okay. All right. My I remember I, I do watch it on occasion with you, and I, I do enjoy it. And I especially enjoy the two leads because Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling become kind of like the it couple in Hollywood. Not not together in real life, but like in movies together. They've been in several films together. Like Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan of, of yeah. the o- older days. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I enjoyed them in La La Land together. I think they were fantastic together in that. Indeed. Yeah. We need to do that movie. That would be a fun Derek and Mindy's family movies together. Okay. We need to do that. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll go ahead and talk <laughs> enough. Let's go ahead and get to The Notebook. See what I did then? You hypnotized him. No, I used this. This is the most important piece of equipment you will ever own. This notebook has saved my skin more times than I care to mention. You should think about using yours more often. I do use mine. Show me. That's just extraordinary. All right. Thanks, Derek. Lots of good notes here on my notebook. So... As the plot synopsis said, this uh, middle-aged married guy's life is disruptive when his wife asks for a divorce. So in one of the first scenes, you see Steve Carell, who's the dad of the movie, or the husband, and his wife, played by Julian Moore, and they're eating at a restaurant, and they're like, oh, man, I don't know if I'm hungry for dessert. And Do you know what you want? And she was like, I don't know what I want. But she's not necessarily looking at the menu. So he's like, all right, should we just say what we want at the same time? One, two, three. And then he says creme brulee. And she says, I want a divorce. It was like, oh, man. Like in the middle of this restaurant. That's a bad day at the office. That's a bad day. Like that's not appropriate place to do that, I guess. So anyway, so then they're driving home. And she's like, I know you said you don't want to talk about it, but I just have to talk about it. And if you don't talk, then I'm going to talk. And she just goes all into it. And she's like, I did it. Uh, you know, I cheated on you and this, that. And she's just trying and trying to go into detail and talk to him. He's like, stop talking. Stop talking. Or I'm going to get out of the car. Please stop talking. And she won't quit talking. So he opens his car door and rolls out. <laughs> so, and she was like, oh my God. So she stops the car and goes back. And he was like, I told you. I didn't want to talk anymore. (laughs) She's like, okay, just get in the car. And he's all like scuffed up from hitting the pavement and stuff. So, um, and so she does reveal in this car ride before he rolls out that she slept with somebody at work, this David Linhagen. And now every time, even at that scene, we start giggling. It's like (laughs) David Linhagen. So, played by Kevin Bacon. There's a it's, lot of amazing people in this movie, by the way. You know what? I've just decided our next dog is going to be named David Lynn Hagen. No! <laughs> he hates that guy. <laughs> Why do you hate our next dog, even though we don't even have it yet? <laughs> nope. 
so anyway so we'll get to more of david linhagen later but i just wanted to mention it was like i wonder we should probably do a count how many times is david linhagen said in the theatrical version of crazy stupid love maybe google that while i'm going through my notebook all right <laughs> so he's going to work and he's kind of sad i guess and so his boss comes in and he's like hey man um you know, so those numbers, those are looking pretty good. That report you sent out or whatever. Like he's just kind of making small talk, but making him seem like he's doing a good job, even though it seemed like something small. And he's like, who told you I'm getting a divorce? And he was like, oh, that's great. It's like, oh, I mean, like not about the divorce, but somebody heard you crying in the bathroom and thought you had cancer. So he like turns around and yells out to the office. Don't worry, everybody. It's just a divorce. And everybody's like, Oh, thank goodness. Yay. And it's like, all right, I'm leaving for the day now. <laughs> like, Way to kick a guy when he's down. Um, okay. I also just wrote down Ryan Gosling's scene entrances are so good. That is what I wrote in my notebook because the first time you see him and like this whole montage. So Steve Carell's character goes to this kind of up the, you know, upscale bar and he's just sitting at the bar and he sees Ryan Gosling's character, Jacob come in night after night, after night, after night, picking up beautiful women and leaving with them, picking up beautiful women and leaving with them. But every time they, they, so they do this montage of him at first and every one of his little entrances is like, Oh, so dreamy i would definitely go home with that <laughs> i mean if well, i was a single woman <laughs> yeah we'll talk about his entrance into the movie ryan gosling's entrance into the movie oh said yeah yeah so he's yeah so he sees steve Carell's character sitting at the bar like for a week or something before he finally approaches him and he is telling everyone who will listen, David Linhagen, David Linhagen, David Linhagen slept with my wife. And so finally, like after about a week or so, maybe two weeks, I can't remember, Ryan Gosling's character, Jacob, was like, hey, you. And he waves him over and Steve Carell point, like, looks behind him. Who, me? He's like, yeah, you, come here. He's like, sit down. He's like, no, I'm good. So anyway, he makes him sit down and he's like, all right, dude, this is getting sad. Like, I've watched you in here over the last week or so and i know and he, and he starts to tell him david linhog and he's like no i know david linhog and slept with your wife how do i know that a perfect stranger how do i know that about you this intimate details of your life like i should not know that and he's like i guess i say that a lot he's like you think he's like no you need to quit talking about david linhogan and like let me help you because you are a sad little man and i feel bad for you or whatever i'm gonna help you out man so tomorrow meet me at the mall and we'll we'll get you fixed up bring your wallet so he's like okay he's mm -hmm. like whatever like this is so weird so he shows up and he's like second guessing like oh my god what am i doing here this is weird so he shows up to this outdoor mall to meet ryan gosling the next day <laughs> and he was like what are those shoes and he's like these are new balances and he's like Oh my god are you steve jobs are you steve jobs are you the multi-billionaire inventor of apple computers steve jobs he's like no he's like then you're not allowed to wear new balance shoes anymore and he says give me those shoes can i see him and he's like yeah and he throws them over the balcony at the mall and he's like oh my god he's like uh it's fine he's like and what are these pants or something and he's like I, I like these pants i got them at the gap and he was like be better than the gap you can be better than the gap <laughs> 
<laughs> so I just thought that whole scene was funny. So he takes some shopping and goes to all these fancy stores. And he's like, the good news is at your age, you can like build your whole wardrobe around like 16 pieces of clothing. And he's like, oh, cool. And so he's picking all those fancy stuff. And he's like, let me see your wallet. And then you just hear this. Yeah, Velcro. And it's his crappy Velcro wallet. And Ryan Gosling just sits there and he's like, oh, like that just hurt my ears and my soul. And he's like, where did you get this? No, where are your wallets? Like he's like, we're buying you a new wallet. You cannot keep. So then during this like shopping montage, every time he checks out, they're like, Velcro, Velcro, like he's doing the Velcro every single time he has to open his wallet. So this whole like shopping montage is really funny. Um, okay. And so then then Jacob takes um Steve Carroll's character. What is his name? I can't Cal. 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 So Jacob takes Cal back to the bar, the fancy kind of bar that they met at, and he's like, All right, I'm gonna teach you you know, watch me what I do. And then you're going to get better at this about picking up women and stuff. And he's like, I don't know. I mean, I miss my wife and David Lynn Hogan. He's like, I swear to God, if you say David Lynn Hogan one more time. So he just night after night watches Ryan Gosling character, do his thing, leave with beautiful women, as I said earlier. So finally, Jacob is like, okay, Cal, I think you're ready. And he's like, no, no, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. And he's like, you do. He's like, do you know, what is the first thing I do when I see a girl? He's like, you offer to buy her a drink. You do buy her a drink. You don't take no for an answer. He's like, yes. And he's like, what do I do? Ask her questions about herself. That's right. Never talk about myself. Not talk about my kids or my divorce or David Lindhagen. He's like, yes, especially not David Lindhagen. <laughs> and so he goes through all these stuff and he's like, oh, you Miyagi'd me. And he's like, and so he's like, yeah. He was like, you know, because Jacob was trying to explain to him. He's like, you know, because you've been watching me. He's like, do you know, like in the Karate Kid, where he's like waxing on, teaching him how to clean the car and paint the fence and stuff. He's like, oh my God, you Miyagi'd me. <laughs> <laughs> so I just thought that was really funny. So then he, uh, Marissa Tomei is in this film. So she is, she was like, I think I found the, the one that's going to work for you. See that girl over there? And he's like, yeah. She's like, she didn't get dressed up to come here and sit alone at a bar and drink. She is on the prowl. And you can see her looking around, looking around. So he's like, you can do this. Don't mention your kids, your divorce, your wife, David Lindhagen, any of that. Just ask her questions about herself, buy her a drink, this, that, and the other. And he's like, okay, I can do this. So he goes over there and he starts trying to talk to her and start trying to act like Jacob. And he's, she's telling him stuff about himself and he won't respond. And she's like, that's weird. Are you really not going to tell me what you do? And he's like, boring, boring. And she's like, okay, I'm out of here. And he's like, no, wait. And he just like truth bombs all of this stuff that he wasn't supposed to say. He's like, no, I'm really, I'm not this way. Normally I'm just trying to act like this. Cause my friend told me, he's like, I'm not supposed to tell you that I'm getting a divorce and that I have three grown kids and that I had my wife slept with David Lindhagen. I'm not supposed to tell you any of that. And she's like, Oh my God, I love this truthfulness. So, so she goes home with him and he keeps telling these truths and truths. And, and he said, Oh yeah. And I'm not supposed to tell you that I really miss my wife. And I wish it was her here instead of you or something, because she's the perfect combination or I'm supposed to tell you stuff like you're the perfect combination of sexy and cute. And he like blabs all this other crap. And she's like, you think I'm the perfect combination of sexy and cute? And he's like, that's what you got from this rambling. <laughs> <laughs> so fast forward to parent teacher conference night. So he's been doing this 
bit for weeks now. So he's slept with several more women since Marissa Tomei. And he meets his wife at this conference, you know, outside in the hall waiting for the teacher. And they're chit-chatting this, that, and the other. So they the teacher comes out to get him and it is Marissa Tomei from the bar. And turns out that the first woman he slept with and took home was his kid's teacher. <laughs> and then he never called her. So that was really awkward. So they had a really awkward parent teacher conference. And then Cal and his wife get in a fight about it. She's like, I can't believe you. You wanted, I thought you wanted to get back together. And he's like, yeah, when I left, when you left me or, Asked for a divorce. I'd only slept with one woman. Now I've slept with nine more or nine women. And he's like, oh my God, geez. So they had a big fight and then it starts raining as it is. So on that same night in the rain, Emma Stone's character, who's dating this, I think it's Josh Groban. Is it Josh it is, Groban? It is Josh Groban. Yeah. But he plays this like real dullard of a guy. I think her friend refers to him as like, human volume or something like he's just <laughs> so boring just numb out and whatever and so she thinks though because they have this party little party for her after she graduates and they're like oh we're so proud of you now go study and pass that bar and then i we're gonna have some very exciting news or there's something about very exciting something that's gonna happen and so she tells her friend, she's like, oh, my God, I think he's going to propose. And she's like, do you want him to? And she's like, I don't know, maybe. So she studies and she passes the bar and they have this party. And he starts, the boyfriend starts talking and he's like, oh, we're just so proud of her, this, that, and the other. And we would like, I would like to extend you the offer of junior associate at my law firm. And everybody starts clapping because they're all their work friends. And she's like, what? And so anyway, so she's like, I thought you were going to propose. And he's like, wait, whoa, I didn't think we were like there. You know, I, I need some time to think about this. And she's like a total hottie. And he's like, you know, meh. And so she's like, whoa, will you take all the time you need? Because I'm hot and I'm going. Because a couple weeks before that, they had gone to that fancy bar on a night where her dad wasn't there. <laughs> and so she and Jacob had hit on her and she was like, nope, I'm sorry. I'm not going to fall for that. And so she leaves. So, and he was like, you're never not, or what did you say? You're never going to regret going home with the hot guy at the bar who was great in the sack or something. And she's like, no, that's not going to work. So anyway, so she's mad. She's ramped up. It's raining. She walks all the way there and the rain is what it looks like. And she shows up and she's like, you, and she runs over there and they make out. And so he's like, she's like, yeah, take me out of here. And so she goes home with him and she, this is, I think this is Derek's, one of Derek's favorite parts of this movie. <laughs> or it makes you laugh. I don't know if it's your favorite, one of your favorite parts, but so she's like, I don't know. How does this work? How does this work? Like she's getting all nervous now. She's like, okay, my adrenaline's wearing off. And now I've just made this big, bold gesture. And I don't know if I can fall through. And he's like, yeah, I mean, you know, we're going to have a drink, listen to music. She's like, yeah, that's all nice. Like, what's your move? <laughs> <laughs> or actually first she's like i'm nervous take off your shirt and so he takes off his shirt and she was like oh my god it looks like you're photoshopped <laughs> and derek laughs at that part every time because it's hilarious and it, it was very true <laughs> that man is in incredible shape indeed so uh so that's a funny part so then they they get to start talking and she's like okay what's your move and he's like nah it's silly i don't want to tell you and she's no come on so he goes 
you know that move in Dirty Dancing? I could do that move. And she's like, what? How does that even come up in conversation? Like, how does that? He's like, you'd be surprised how I can weave that into a conversation. She's like, nah, that can't be true. So he's like, no, come on, we're going to do it. And so he puts on the song and she runs over and does the move and it's real cute. Uh, so then you think they're going to maybe go sleep together. And then she just keeps asking questions. And then it just turns into like this conversation where he's actually opening up to somebody and not just going home and sleeping with them. And he has one of those like $5,000 chairs, massage chairs from the mall that nobody ever buys. And he was like, yeah, I'm an incredibly unhappy person. But then they, they just like kind of stay up for most of the night, like talking and laughing and telling stories and and getting personal. And it's really sweet because that, has not been his character you know so far in that movie okay and so then there's another sweet part um so cal steve carell's character keeps he wants his lawn you know he's worked really hard on, on taking care of his lawn and he's trying to help out his wife who really wants to divorce him but he still goes over there so he sneaks over at night to like take care of the lawn so he's over there like trimming trees and bushes and he's like has these spikes on his shoes and he's aerating the lawn and watering it and all this stuff so i just thought that was really sweet and then one night when he was doing that he gets a call from his wife from in the house and he can see in the window kind of like a creeper situation and he she like made up a reason to call him which he was like oh now i know that she's kind of still into me that's cool <laughs> okay and then okay so there's this whole love i don't even want to say triangle because it's way more than three sides so i have created a diagram that derek said he might try to upload to twitter later <laughs> but uh, there are so many interconnected relationships in this movie so hal who's steve carl's character is married to emily so they're together then Emily has are, an affair. Are, are, they, are they technically together well, in this movie? They're not divorced yet. I mean, they're oh. separated, I guess. So they're, they're husband and wife. They're still married, okay. even if they're not together, I guess. So Cal and Emily are together. She, as we know, cheated on him with... David Lindhagen. David Lindhagen. <laughs> and then Cal and Emily. So what we don't know until... So Jacob is um Josh, gosh i kind of spoiled that yeah so jacob and cal have been hanging out and they're like bffs we don't know at the time that the redhead emma stone is actually cal and emily's daughter <laughs> so we'll get to the big scene in a moment so cal and emily daughter hannah who is dating jacob who is friends with cal and then emily and cal's other kid robbie is in love with so he's like 13 he's in love with this 17 year old girl at their school named jessica who's in love with cal so this is a whole big weird cluster of relationships and none of them are working out <laughs> so i i say all that to get to the the big scene so there's this big so cal is going to do this big romantic gesture for emily and he like does this little miniature golf thing in the backyard with the help of the kids and the wife, you know, the one kid comes out and blindfolds the wife. So it'll be a surprise. And and she's like, oh, yeah, Nana's on her way over. And she's like, oh, that's great. And they keep saying Nana. So you think it's like their old grandma or something, right? Nana. And so in the middle of this surprise, Emma Stone and Jacob come in. And they're like, Hannah, 
guess I'll call her name. So that's that's another thing I need to put in my tree here is Hannah. Did I put that in there? You did. Yes, I did. Okay. Um, so Cal and Emily's daughter is Hannah, who is the one that ran to the bar in the rain and made out with Ryan Gosling's character. And you're like, what? So Ryan Gosling's like, Cal, what are you doing here? And he's like, Jacob. And Emma Stone is like, Hannah is like, wait, you guys know each other? And they're like, yeah, what's he doing here? <laughs> and so, of course, the dad, who is like BFFs with this guy, thinks he's awesome as a friend, but is like, whoa, whoa, this, you know, ladies' man is not going to be dating my daughter. And she's like, how is this even your daughter? And they were like, we had her when she was, when we were 17. Like, that's how we have this old of a daughter already. And they're like, oh my God, so weird. So they're starting to get into it. And I think he's like, no, you're not going to date my daughter. You're going to break up with him right now. And she's like, dad, what the hell? I'm not doing that. So they're fighting about it. And then at the same time, the Jessica, the uh, 17-year-old that's in love with Cal, has taken some like nude photos and put them in this envelope with Cal's name and hid it in her dresser. I don't know if she was really going to go through giving it to him or what, but the mom finds it shows it to the dad so the dad drives over to the house so he's beating up cal cal's trying to beat up jacob the daughters are trying to break it up and then all of a sudden kevin bacon comes in david linhagen and he just waltzes in and he's like hey emily you left your sweater in my car and they're like <laughs> who the hell are you and he's like oh i'm david linhagen and this is probably derek's favorite part of the whole movie so ryan gosling character jacob goes oh Oh, you're David Lindhagen? Right. And he takes off his ring and puts it aside and goes there and just punches the crap out of him. He's like, I'll mess with my friend. <laughs> and you then know Cal much, you, know much, back. you know how much pain and suffering you've caused, my friend? Yeah. <laughs> and so then Cal's like, don't hit him for me. And he's punching him. And they anyway, they have to break them all up. But it's just so funny. So all the dads and Jacob are just lined up on this edge. And the police are like, okay, like, can we call this good now? Like, can we leave? <laughs> but that is yeah. that's like the ultimate the, scene like the, the penultimate best part, is, part the best part is brian gosling trying not to laugh <laughs> I, I don't know if that is like part if i don't i don't know if that's part like on purpose or not but yeah but to keep it in the family and he's like trying not to laugh <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah it, it's yeah it's, so that's it's, it's a great it's a great season it's definitely the climax of the film yeah indeed yeah so it's like oh big romantic gesture then wait who's this guy oh he's dating her and this guy's daughter's in love with you but you don't know it and she never like because they were like oh my god are you have you seen naked pictures of my daughter he's like what i don't even know what you're talking about yeah it's just like yeah. so funny like that's probably the best part of the movie so yeah yeah so then so the end of the movie so cal's like i can't i can't do this if if hannah's gonna date jacob i'm out you know i'm not gonna try and Maybe you should go run off with David Linhagen or whatever. So, uh, but the other kid who's 13, he's graduating from, I guess, eighth grade. It seems pretty yeah. young, but whatever. Maybe he's 14. I don't know. He's around that age. So he's like salutatory. And so he's giving this speech and he starts out. So he's been in love with Jessica and then he gets mad because she was actually in love with his dad. And, you know, he's a 13 or 14 year old boy. So he like gives this really kind of sad crappy speech about you know i used to think that love was you know so awesome and now love sucks don't do it and this and he's just like this really crappy like not inspirational speech whatsoever so his dad was like stop 
and he's like, oh God, what am I doing? So he goes up there and he's like, you know, I'm sorry. Like my son's kind of going through it right now. And, you know, he just shouldn't give up on love because why we might think it's funny, you know, that he thinks he's already found the love of his life. I know that I did when I was in, you know, his age or whatever. And that's how he met his wife because they were like middle school and high school sweethearts. So, um, so it was just a really part little of the speech. So Steve Curl kind of took it over and then said something sweet. And his, you know, his wife was like, oh, that's all I have. All right. Well, that's great, men. That's a, a thorough retelling of Crazy Stupid Love. <laughs> Yes, I do. I love this film. I could have probably told you most of that without even looking at my notes, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's go ahead and take it now to our final conclusion. Mindy, what's a one star? Well, we won't be needing that for this film, but I'll tell you, it's bloody awful. Two star? Bloody uninspired. Three stars? Bloody average. Four stars? Bloody brilliant. Five stars? Bloody marvelous. Derek, right. I think you should go first. <laughs> all right. Um, all hail David Lindhagen. Boo. <laughs> no, just kidding. No, uh, the movie's fun. I love it. It's 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 harmless fun. It's 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 just a really, really just it's a, just a fun film. Uh I give it four stars. Bloody brilliant. Ooh, excellent. Well, as Derek said, we watch this movie kind of on the regular. We own it. It's it's just a good movie. About, about what? Once a year? Oh, at least once a year. Maybe once or twice a year. Yeah. And it's just fun. Like, it's, you know, you're still, like, enjoy the surprise of Cal learning that Jacob is dating Hannah. Like, that whole thing. There's a sweetness between, you know, Cal and Emily and you know, Kevin Bacon's thrown in there for the fun of it. It's just a really fun movie. It is in about crazy, stupid love that everybody should hope to find. And I, it's just a really sweet movie. So I love this film. I also give it four stars. Bloody brilliant. All right. Okay, that brings us to one end of another fantastic episode of Derek and Mindy's Home Movies. We, of course, want to turn your attention to our sponsor, BetterHelp. Go to betterhelp.com slash Derek Duvall Show for 10% off your first month of therapy. That's better, H-E-L-P.com slash Derek Duvall Show. And then, of course, we are also sponsored by T Public. Go to DerekDevalshire.com. Go to the banner of the left that says merch. Click that, and you'll be taken to our store on T Public, where you'll find a wide selection of magnets, stickers, and mugs, plus a fine selection of t shirts that Mrs. Duval and I curated ourselves. So, on behalf of myself, the entire team here at Derek Duval Show and Mrs. Duval, you keep listening to them, and we'll keep making them. Until next time, we'll, we'll see, see you at, at the movies, movies Planet, Planet Earth. Earth. This has been a recording of The Derek Duvall Show, and we thank you for listening. Please go to our website, DerekDuvallShow.com, to explore past episodes and find links to purchase merchandise. Please subscribe to our social media channels on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Derek Duvall Show.